Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a podcast about productivity and trying to get our very best work done as often of the time as we can. I'm Scotty Jackson. With me, as always, is Rosemary Orchard. Hi, Rose. How are you? I'm great, Scotty. How are you? Well, you know, I mean, life. Yeah, it's August. It kind of feels like March still, so I know exactly what you mean. Yes, on this, the 478th day of March, uh, I am feeling, uh, as, as one might expect in such times, but, you know, fortunately, you know, we've got a personal productivity workflow process to, to guide us on our merry way. Exactly. And it's amazing what having a bit of a process and knowing, you know, what is it that I do now can do for you when, when you're having one of those days or weeks or months or even years, because they happen to all of us. Indeed. And, and doing is exactly what we want to talk about here in the, uh, hopefully last of our tragically numbered uh, series on getting things done, or GTD, uh, as they say, workflow. Uh, This is part four of our series, in which we focus on step five of the workflow. Uh, (laughs) I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, Which is doing or engaging uh, with our work. And uh, this is is, uh, exciting, because this is where the... uh, uh, rubber meets the road, as they say, and things yep. uh, things really occur in outwardly visible terms. Yes, exactly. As as the English would say, the proof is in the pudding. We're making the pudding right now, so uh, hopefully mm. it'll be tasty. Uh, I mean, I, I I love me some pudding. I, I think what is great about getting into this phase of workflow of doing is that it becomes this really interesting proof point of have I done a good job of steps one through four. Mm-hmm. to get me here like have i properly been capturing clarifying organizing and reviewing so that this step is even possible um yeah. i think that that's um really necessary to make sure that this is this is this is happening that that you've you've gone through those first four phases of workflows so your previous episodes and are are setting yourself up to make as few decisions at this point in the game as possible because your options are laid out uh, for you and have already been thought through. So now is the time, not for deciding, but for doing. Yes. Um, though there is occasionally a little bit of deciding that has to happen in there. So for example, uh, context is very important. You know, like what do you actually physically have at hand to do right now? Because the other day I, I was moving my stuff over from Vienna and I was like, oh, I need to print this stuff. And I was like, oh, well, I don't have a printer, so I'm physically mm. incapable of doing this task right now. So I'm going to put that on my list for when I have access to a printer. Um, and sure enough, when I when I got back from Austria, I had access to a printer, and so I did my I have access to a printer uh, tasks. Um, but you know, sometimes there does need to be a little bit of decision making involved. But ideally, the previous steps should have set you up to the point where it's you, you're literally doing that sort of thing. Like, do I have the tool available that I need to do this, or the energy level, or you know, whatever it is that you consider a context for you. For sure. And and I think that's a really great point of, of thinking about, you know, what lists you have and what options reside on those on those lists. I mean, like, yeah, I think to myself, if I were to look at a menu of all the things that I could do right now, what does that menu even need to be? Like what 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 options do I want presented to me and which ones do I not want to see? Because to your point, because of tools, because of location, uh, because of um, what it ladders up to. Like, so maybe I just want to look right now at like, what are the things that I could do right now that relate to my job job? Or what are the things that I could do right now that relate to 
maintaining my home because let's pretend it's Saturday and I'm in home maintenance mode. Like what, what are my choices? So I think, I, I think making sure that you're set up with um, lists that help support um, engaging and doing is really important. And then when you're in that engaging and doing mindset, I mean, that, that's a good sort of snapshot of your mind to take and say, Hey, what are the options I wish I had right now? Uh, and how could I improve this system you know, later, because maybe there's an option, an opportunity to capture a little bit about that, uh-huh. uh, and uh, and bring that back around. You know, I, I I'm I'm not seeing the lists that I wish that I had. Maybe I need to do some work on my system. Yeah, um, and and that is of course uh, leading us to another important thing that pretty much always happens when you do engage and do, which is procrastination. Um, and sometimes actually having all of these things available can lead to positive procrastination. So for example, earlier today, I was supposed to go and run a couple of errands. I had to take some parcels to the post office and drop them off and fill up my car and stuff like that. And then I ended up doing a lot of other things that also needed doing because I saw them on my list and went, oh, actually, you know, I'd rather do this instead. And because I knew that my errands weren't urgent, I was able mm-hmm. to pick things based on the mood that I was in as well. Because let's be honest, and we're never in a perfectly 100% I'm ready to do it mood all the time. You know, we have moments where we're just like, oh, I don't have the energy. Like, what can I do? Refill my stapler, um, you know, print these documents, um, review different things. Um, and, you know, and that, you know, can can help you make decisions because you shouldn't be, well, sometimes you have to do things. Um, that you don't want to do, but most of the time you can you can do a little bit of picking and choosing out of the available choices, so that the doing actually is easier on you because that's what your system is for. That's a really good point. I I, I like what you said there about you know if I am this way right now, which of these things am I best suited to do? And, and I think you can go a little bit further with that too and say if I am this way right now. What are the groups of things I might be able to do? Maybe there are ways in which I could batch some of the things and put things together. You know, here here are all the emails I need to write, or maybe uh, here are the different kinds of ideas that I need to generate. Maybe I'm in idea generation mode. Or to your point, you know, maybe it is two in the afternoon and I'm done, so I'm going to fill my stapler and shred some documents and dust the surface of my desk and, you know, things things like that. So you can remain productive, but with tasks that are achievable and relevant uh, based on, you know, the, the point in space and time in which you find yourself. Yes. And whether or not your towel is available to you or whatever tool is necessary. Hopefully everybody right. knows where their towel is. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of these things, um, you know, I really find if I'm struggling with doing, it's often because I've, I've failed earlier in my process. Um, yes. Or sometimes it is, I just have absolutely zero energy. But sometimes the doing is actually going back through the process again and just being like, okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be doing this sort of thing right now, um, but I can't. And why is that? And looking where your process is broken down. Now, sometimes, of course, we are just in one of those tread water moments where it's like, okay, I have 8,000 things to do. That's going to require 8,000 minutes and I have seven. What can I do in seven minutes, aside from go to the bathroom and get a glass of water, um, that is actually going to help me here? And so being able to just say, okay, I'm going to do this thing, which is send that email to this person because that's going to take me five minutes or less, can be really useful. And it you know, starts building a little bit of a snowball effect. Um, and the snowball effect for people not familiar, I think it was uh, Dave Ramsey with uh, 
debt repayment. Basically, you repay off the smallest one first to give you the motivation to do the next one. I do this with my tasks all the time. I do something really small or really easy, or I say, I'm just going to spend five minutes doing this, and then I can stop and do something else, especially for the big and the difficult tasks. You know, I'll spend five minutes doing it. Because at the end of your, your doing, you do not need to be done. You need to have made progress. Because some tasks, right. no matter how you slice and dice and splice them, are too big. And they, you cannot reasonably do them in one sitting. You know, I had to pack everything in Austria to move house. Now, of course, I could have broken this down into pack soundbar, pack home pots, pack socks, pack dresses, things like that. And to some extent, I did. Um, uh, but at, at the same time, I wasn't going to go through and write down every single individual dress and pair of socks that I needed to pack because let's be honest, I didn't know exactly what was there. And also, you know, th at some point that is procrastination. So I, every day it was just a case of, I am doing this. I am making progress towards this. And, you know, that's what we're aiming to do. The, the end result of the engage and do step does not need to be done. It needs to be, I am now further ahead or I know something that I did not previously know, or I've done part of what I needed to do. That's a, that's exactly it. And I, I like what you said about uh, a difficulty with engaging and doing is a, is a signal of something having maybe gone awry earlier in the process. I mean, if you think about it, I in a perfect world, when it comes to doing, you go and you look at your list and you say, okay, here are my choices. Now I'm going to make a choice based on, you know, which of these things has the soonest deadline or what has the greatest payoff or what am I most capable of doing like we were talking about earlier. But in order for that to be possible and true, you want to make sure that you're looking at a list of choices that are current, reviewed. You want to make sure that you know what these choices ladder up to and they're presented in a, in a, in a fair list way, which is, you know, organization. And you want to know what the choices even really are in explicit terms where it comes to, you know, actionability. Like what verb is this? What is, what does this mean? Why would I do that? And that means that it's been, it's been clarified. So in order to be able to, to do in the best way, yeah, this is really, uh, symbologically the, the, the test of how well have you clarified, organized, and reviewed? And what are you learning about that as you set out to do? Um, mm -hmm. is, is, is setting out to do indicating to you that you've done a great job with the other steps? Or is setting out to do indicating to you uh, it's sticky and tricky and, and maybe here's why? And I think as, as you exercise these particular muscles – you get better at this. I mean, I know that's certainly true for for me. I'm, I'm continue to struggle and learn from this every day. Um, but it's a, it's a it's a nice sort of. Ref I mean, you're not supposed to reflect when you're doing. It. I get it. But uh, as uh, if you can get a little bit meta and observe yourself in the doing state to understand what about doing is easier and what about doing is harder. Uh, that might provide some good insights on how to better work the system leading up to this point. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I, I often do while I'm doing is capture. So I will usually have a notebook or a device to, to, to hand where I can quickly, you know, capture things so that I, as I see things and reflect on stuff, I do not get sidetracked into doing this other thing when I'm supposed to be doing this thing. 
I capture it, and then that item will go through the process. In fact, everything will go through the process, again, multiple times until it's done. Um, and sometimes it, it will go through again a couple of times after it's done because it's part of my review system. Um, and, you know, that's that's one of the things where, you know, your your system will continually evolve. And that's why do is such a critical step, because otherwise you're just constantly reviewing an ever-increasing number of things. And the right. whole point of the system is not to go, whoa, I've got 8,001 things on my to-do list. I've got 8,010 things on my to-do list. I've got 10,000 things on my to-do list. I have 42,000 things on my to-do list. No, the point of it is so that you can say, today I am going to do this. Or today I must do this and I have three hours. Okay, what can I do? I will do this now. I will do that. Um, and so that you're checking things off. And of course, the system, you know, it can be a bit of a slippery slope with the, the number of items in it. That's something I really try to avoid tracking, actually, how many items are in my system, because otherwise it can make doing seem pointless or feel like you, you are not really getting ahead. And that's not the case. We are absolutely always getting ahead, providing, you know, you're doing and engaging you know, you're making progress um, in some way, shape or form. Um, so I, I try to just look at what is it that I need to do right now at this particular point and just, you know, skip everything else, capture anything I do need to capture and, uh, you know, get making progress. Absolutely. And I, and I think it's fair to recognize, too, that different bodies of work or different bodies of thought are going to be going through this cycle of capture, clarify, organize, review, do in maybe not at the same time or pace. So while you're doing one thing, to your point, you might be doing some capturing about about something else because this is this is sparking ideas. And so uh, taking the time to capture is great. I find that I'm doing constantly, I'm constantly clarifying uh, because, you know, I will I'll write, you know, a task of, you know, email Stephen. Okay, that's not good enough. I need to clarify what am I emailing Stephen about? Email Stephen about design choices. Okay, which design choices? What do I want to say? And then I start ended up ending up putting, a, you know, a few little bullet points in there so that when it comes time to actually author this email, I've I've gone through a few iterations, I guess, of clarifying or even when I pull up the task and when it's time to do, I might do a little bit of pre-clarifying of like, how, how will I know when this is done? Or what does a good version of doing this look like? Maybe I should clarify that to myself as part of the, you know, the setting myself to do it so that, um, a doing it becomes a little bit easier. B I know when I'm done and C I'm confident that I have met the criteria so that when I go to check the box or uh, circle, depending on what you know app or, or tool you use, um, I'm doing so knowing that I have met and satisfied all the criteria for having done this thing. Yeah, absolutely. There is nothing worse than looking in your task manager and just seeing a task that says Scotty exclamation mark. Because you're you're then, you know, you're there, you're in doing mode and you immediately get sidetracked. Um, and mm -hmm. that is a flaw in my system. I did find a few tasks in my system the other day that had Scotty exclamation mark in there. Um, but that was like, email Scotty about this great feedback that we got. Um, and I like putting an exclamation mark at the end of your name because it's fun. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where it really, you know, the doing is the test of the system, um, but it's also the result of the system. Um, and, you know, mm -hmm. you, you can't split those two up because every time you do, you are testing your system to see whether or not you set it up to to give you, you know, the the items that you need at the moment that you're in. So just the other day, I realized that I really do need to separate out 
uh, high energy tasks. So I, I added a tag for high energy in, in OmniFocus. That's my tool of choice. And I just put, you know, the, the, this couple of things that I was looking at and I was there like, I'm not capable of doing this right now. You know, I'm quite tired. It's been a long day. There's been a lot going on. I need a little bit of a break. Let's put these in here. And I'm just going to hide that from view right now because I can't deal with that. And then the next morning when I was feeling much more refreshed and much more energized, I was like, I'm going to look at my high energy level task. Now, mm. the other thing is because your system evolves, you know, you may not keep this stuff here all the time. So that's where the engaging and doing can lead into reflection um, and ideally should lead into reflection albeit indirectly, you don't want to do something and then spend 45 minutes reflecting on the five-minute task that you just spent or five minutes that you just spent refilling your stapler, um, you know, unless it's Friday afternoon and it's 4.30. And, you know, if, if, if you need to spend 45 minutes reflecting on the task of refilling your stapler at 4.30 on a Friday afternoon, I think I'll let it slide. Um, your manager may have other ideas, but, you know, it depends on them. Um, sure. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it really ties everything together. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I think for me, I'm a very meeting heavy person. So uh, it's important for me to, you know, when I when I look at my day and I see, okay, here are the meetings that are laid out. Here's what's on my task list. I need to play a little bit of Tetris here and fit, like get an understanding of, uh, like you said, you know, I, I, I'm a morning person. I do my most creative work uh, in the morning and I know that about me. So I need to do you know, those kinds of tasks, I need to find time for them in the morning. And then I need to find time in the afternoon for some of the other stuff. But I also need to weigh in decisions about, you know, deadline. Do I, do I have like, you know, a noon deadline on a particular thing that means that has to be done in the morning? Or um, do I have, you know, uh, m meetings that maybe I need to re rebook or, or, or move away? So I think uh, an immediate review right before getting into like full on do mode is awesome. Uh, just to make sure that, you know, the surfboard is waxed and you're ready to hit the waves. Yeah. Um, and, and I also like what you said about, you know, reflecting afterwards to say, well, you know, how was that? And what about my, you know, process today? Can I try and take into tomorrow so that when I set myself to doing, um, I'm, I, I, yes, I have a few decisions to make about, you know, what is my energy level and what tools do I have at my disposal and, and timing and those sorts of things. But ideally, as few choices to make as possible and make those choices as easy to make as possible so that, uh, yeah. so that it really is as much as possible doing. Absolutely. And, you know, the mini review at the beginning is almost inescapable um, unless you've you, you've spent time at some other point where you're doing that review and you've, you've set it up so that you, you do it. But, you know, there's always going to be a mini review. And your point of waxing the surfboard leads me to something else, which I do, which other people may find helpful. Um, and I'm doing this at the moment because I would really like to get a better handle on how long do tasks take? You know, I have some things that I do time and time again. Now, they're never exactly the same, you know. Working on an episode of Nested Fuller sometimes takes longer, sometimes takes, you know, less time. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's the same in many areas of my life. But I like to see approximately how long these things take so that I can plan ahead and say, okay, well, like an hour before we sit to record Nested Folders, I need to sit down and just spend some time doing preparation and finding links and making sure that we're, we've got everything that we need. Um, and so as part of this, you know, I integrate time tracking into every single step. And this is another do 
I start my time tracking timer and then I stop it when I'm done. Um, and that is something that is small, but it's a necessary part of my process so that I can improve everything as I go. And sometimes the do can be an ideal point of integrating tools and tricks like that, um, depending on what it is that you're doing. So I'm, when I'm having difficulty concentrating, one thing that I always do, I have a stack of post-its on my desk. I take the top post-it, I write what it is I'm doing, and I stick it to the bottom of my monitor. And it sounds really silly, but just seeing that post-it there when I get sidetracked and I'm sitting on Reddit, and it's like, I'm supposed to be doing this. Don't get sidetracked. Don't sit on Reddit. Do this. Um, you know, it can be really helpful. And so, the, you know, if, if you're having difficulties or trying to improve your system, the do can be an ideal point to integrate small extra things. I would never advocate, uh, you know, long, difficult tasks at this point, you know, because ideally we want to split this down so that your task is do this thing. And then it's something that's done and you can check it off and you can go back to it again. Um, but, you know, if if you need to, integrating these smaller uh, elements can be very helpful. I, I like that idea a lot. And to your point about, you know, looking out for, you know, big, hairy tasks and, and, and making them, you know, small and manageable as, or as small and manageable as you can. I, I feel the same way about lists. So if I'm going to look at a list of the things that I could do right now, boy, oh boy, please don't, Scotty, please don't set me up in, in, in the future to read a list of 50 things. Cause I, I can't, mm -hmm. I can't do that. So making sure that lists, when you go through your organize and review phase, keeping lists to uh, a manageable and readable length, I think is really important. And I mean, that's not to say you can only have so many things to do one day. It's more to say, um, make sure that you're using constraints as much as possible. So if you don't have to work on this thing until next week, by golly, please make sure it doesn't show up on a list until next week. Yeah. Or if I have to be at the library to do these 10 things, holy smokes, please don't have any of those 10 things show up on any list that I look at when I'm not at the library. So using whatever, you know, task management tool, whether that's, you know, paper or uh, uh, an app or, or anything Make sure that you're thinking through and setting yourself up really to do and having a mind to doing when you go through clarify, organize, and review phases so that you're setting yourself up with a list that is, that is, that's decidable about later, um, by not having, uh, too much complex, uh, too much content on it. And again, that, that has, you know, clear content of what, what that stuff even means when it comes time to doing. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, we're setting ourselves up for success here, not for failure, not for the feeling that we failed, for success. And that is important. And we need to, you know, focus on that and, and do our parts, whatever they are. Um, and I would say the only time that it's really acceptable to have a list of hundreds of items or something is if, like me, uh, the weekend you're going to go shopping in Ikea and there are a lot of things to buy. That's okay. That's the perfect time to have a really long list of, I am going to buy these things in Ikea. But, you know, mm -hmm. most of the time, you know, it'll be like, go to the library, return books and get new books out, you know, and those are two separate items because you could drop the returns off in the return slot um, at any time and, you know, go into the library and pick up new books within specific opening hours. So you're okay to split things up. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where you, you need to, you know, look after yourself here and don't try and tackle too many things at once. 
That's exactly it. And and when you set yourself to your weekly review, I mean, it's okay to have, you know, these hundreds and hundreds of items. It doesn't mean um, that they aren't valid options. The key is just to make sure that those valid options are presented in a consumable way and that only the most valid options uh, are presented when you set yourself to doing. There, there is a really great um, and I'll put the link in show notes um, uh, bit in uh, an audio program from the David Allen company on the topic of weekly review where, you know, someone's talking about doing a weekly review and it's not just a time to go like, yep, 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 yep. I still want to do all these things. It's also a time to say, yes, okay, I still want to do all these things, but of these things, here are the ones that I would really want in front of me if I were to sit down and say, what should I work on this week? And I think that's a really interesting lens to have. Um, You know, if you set yourself to doing and you see something on your list that you just keep skipping past, uh, you know, maybe it's time to get that off of your list. Maybe it's maybe it's not now. Maybe it's someday. Maybe maybe it needs to be deferred to a future time. Maybe you need to uh, honor the fact that you're never actually going to do this thing. And so uh, when I'm in doing mode, and I, I observe that about myself, that there, there's this thing that's on my list that keeps coming up and I keep not doing it. Uh, this is a really good time to ask why that is and, yes. and, and, maybe, and maybe carry that forward. And even if it's just, you know, recapturing a meta task about this to say, hey, think about this, you know, email to Stephen that you keep not writing, Scotty. Maybe you're never going to email or maybe you have clarified it incorrectly. Maybe this is a Slack conversation or maybe you need to pick up the phone or maybe you don't know what you need to say or or maybe the time on this particular thing has passed and we're past that project and but I haven't let go of the task yet. So uh, doing becomes a really interesting time and like I know I've said this already, it's a proof of all of the steps that have should have already happened. And if it doesn't pass all those litmus tests, when it comes time to do, that is where you will really see whether your system is working. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, here's also where you see if your system needs help. Um, and let's be honest, all of our systems always need help. And one of the key things that we need to do is to make sure that we don't get sidetracked into improving our systems when we're doing the doing, unless that is what we're supposed to be doing. That's right. And and it's totally fair, I think, and to capture a meta task, to say like, capture something that goes in my inbox that says, re-review Project X, because something about this isn't working for me Yeah, when I try to do it. Yeah, that that is 100% a valid task. And I do like to, you know, make sure that these things pop up because I incorporate them into my workflow. This is part of my review sometimes. Sometimes I just set aside a couple of hours to go through and restructure things because something's not quite flowing the right way and I'm not quite sure where it is. So I just, you know, set aside a couple of hours to do an in-depth review and then tweak things based on what I come up with. But that is also a doing just at the appropriate time, not when you're expecting to be doing tasks. That's right. Yeah. And there, there's those three kinds of work, right? There's doing planned work, there's doing unplanned work, and there's doing the maintenance of the system uh, to, you know, actively make sure that it's set up for more planned work tomorrow. Exactly. And, you know, tomorrow is always going to come at you. So what is most important and what should you be doing today? Oh, that's a good one. Maybe that is just exactly where we wrap up our conversation on the subject of doing. 
I think so. I mean, I've got I've got things to do, Scotty. So I think we should probably finish here and go do. Oh yes. What we, I mean, we've done this. So on to the next thing, right? Exactly. Let's check it off. So while we do that, uh, if people want to learn more about the Nested Folders podcast or listen to our back episodes, you can find us at nestedfolderspodcast.com. We also include notes in all of the episodes to link back to the things that we mentioned and love. Uh, Rosemary Orchard, if people wanted to find you on the internet, where would they go looking? I am over at rosemaryorchard.com, and that's where you can find links to me on all of the social medias and, of course, a contact form and my email address. Scotty, where can people find you? I may be found at heyscottyj.com and by the same name on Twitter and Instagram. Well, we'll be back in two weeks. So until then, take care, Rose. See you in two weeks, Scotty. <laughs>